Welcome to Street Knowledge with Chris Graham. Welcome to the podcast. It's Monday, and today uh, was the day of the NASCAR race, as it turned out, with uh, the race in Dover on the Monster Mile being pushed back by rain from Sunday to Monday. And we've got Rod Mullins here to talk with us about the race. Martin Truex Jr. with the win. Uh, big weekend for the Truex brothers. Uh, his brother Ryan getting the win in the Xfinity Series race on Saturday. And uh, so, Rod, uh, hard to keep up uh, on, on the day on Monday, but Truex uh, uh, was the man of the hour uh, with the uh, t- taking the lead at the last restart and, and holding things off at the end. Yeah, and Truex was deserving of a win. It, it, it's been like, gosh, I can't even think the number, how many races it's been since he's won, last won a, a race. And he was in, a, uh, in an area, or should say in a town, in a city where at least he's had some, you know, he's got some positive, at least um, fan support from New Jersey and from, you know, different places around the East Coast. And so, uh, you know, it's kind of a home track for him, sort of the way that, uh, you know, Bristol used to be kind of the home track for Morgan McClure racing when they were racing in their glory days and so forth. And then, you know, the way that um, you could also say about Denny Hamlin, Richmond is kind of a home track for him with him being uh, uh, a native of Chesterfield, Virginia. But this race for, for Martin Truex Jr. kind of helps him a little bit more because, you know, we've, we've been talking about it, and it's been talked about in the circles here for the last little bit, that Truex might retire here at the end of the season. And I think this win uh, is one of those things that's a catalyst that kind of keeps him going at least a little bit more for the season. You know, whereas the fact that, you know, he wins this race, Kyle Busch, on the other hand, fresh off of a big victory last week, he starts on the pole for this uh, this race at, at Dover and ends up uh, not finishing very well, 21st, if I'm not mistaken. And Kyle Busch involved in a wreck that uh, took out, uh, I believe Daniel Suarez was one of the drivers into it. Uh, so Martin Truex played it kind of smart. I mean, he played it smart, kind of played his cards right, he was in the right place at the right time. And I think there was only like a handful of drivers that was on the lead lap in this race toward the very end. And so uh, you had a lot of race drivers that um, had some problems along the way. And uh, Martin Truex definitely uh, shot to the front of the pack and was able to pull off a win. So some stats here for uh, for, for our listeners. That's the 32nd career uh, cup win for Truex. Mm-hmm. Um, the third on a Monday in at the monster mile in Dover. So three times he's won there and he's won on a Monday each time when rain outs on a Sunday. Um, also for him, his first win, um, what was it? 54 race winless streak. That's uh, you know, he had won 23 races between 2016, 2019, but he hadn't won since the Richmond race in September of 2021. So, um, you know, I guess <laughs> he had maybe, you know, I'm, I'm all jokingly say he had to feel confident when, this race got moved to Monday because he had won two previous Monday races in Dover. But, uh, you know, it's a, it's a big win for him coming off that long winless streak. Yeah, I, I would say so. 54 races. I was somewhere in the neighborhood. I was going to say 56, but I, but I wasn't sure. But I'm glad you found that number. But 54 races, you know, that's a long that's a long way to go without picking up a win. And then, you know, being there almost to finish things off, you know, the last time that I saw him uh, probably in contention for a win, and then he ended up losing it right there, was at the Roval race. I think that was at the initial Roval race back uh, when they started that, and that was uh, 
pre-pandemic when all this stuff happened and he and Jimmy Johnson were jockeying for position, especially coming through at the final turn and the final curve and they end up wrecking each other is what they end up doing. And I think Ryan Blaney won that race. So, you know, he's been close on a number of occasions to win some races, but today he was, uh, as they might say on a TV broadcast or something, he was the lucky dog per se in this one, and he was at the right place at the right time. It also shows another thing, too. I think Joe Gibbs Racing is starting to kind of right the ship a little bit more. I think this is just another confidence builder for this team. Uh, Denny Hamlin's not had some good luck here as of late. Ty Gibbs has been having a, a good season so far. He has yet to win anything. But then you've got Christopher Bell. Christopher Bell's been one of the uh, up-and-coming stars of the NASCAR circuit. He wins at Bristol this past spring. So here we are. We're starting to see a little bit more of a resurgence of this Joe Gibbs team that has been, uh, you know, so badly, I guess, marred by personal things and events that have taken place. You know, the the loss of uh, Ty Gibbs's father uh, there in the regular season during the regular season last year. Uh, the breakup between Kyle Busch and Joe Gibbs Racing, that did not bode well for a lot of things there. Uh, and you kind of heard everybody kind of be quiet about that. So it's kind of a resurgence for this team. And I think it's, uh, it's going in, in a good way, at least for Martin Truex. I had a chance to, you know, uh, sit in, ask a couple of questions during the, uh, uh, the trip at Bristol and very humble. He's a very humble guy right now. And he just can't get a break, and you know, till today, he just could not get a break on things. And I, I thought he was deserving at least of a race, of a win, at least somewhere down the line. I'm just glad it was at Dover today. Here is the quote of the post-race media session, um, and it's from Brennan Poole. And this is a good setup for you, Rod. <laughs> Here's the quote from Brennan Poole: He probably needs to get his butt whooped. Uh, talk about the <laughs> what Brennan Poole is talking about there involving Ralph Chastain. Lap 81, uh, you can't say it any better than that, but lap 81, Ross Chastain is running fourth, and the next thing that happens, he goes into the back of Brennan Poole, entering turn one. He, in turn, collects fifth-place runner Kyle Larson and you know, kind of demotes him down through the list of the race. But uh, Brennan Poole was not happy uh, at all with that move, and I watched the video replay of it. And it's like he just did not lift. He just didn't want to lift. And it was just he came behind uh, the Rick Ware team, uh, the 15 car. And then next thing you know, boom, he just hits him and spins him around. Now, I don't know if Chastain had other things on his mind. If he thought Ware was going to go, uh, Rick Ware racing in the pool was going to go and increase the speed going into the turn. Uh, didn't know what he was doing at that point. But uh, Chastain obviously... Um, being looked at again as another, you know, instigator in this, uh, in this season of some of the races that he's performed at, you know, hitting somebody, spinning them around, knocking them out of the way, uh, whatever it takes. And in one way, I kind of look at um, Chastain and I say, he's just doing what NASCAR has told him to do. You're racing is what you're doing. But after I saw that video today, I'm a little bit unsure. I don't know if he just had something else on his mind. If Poole maybe did something and, and, you know, here he was and he pulled up behind him, thought he was going to give a little bit more speed, you know, uh, against uh, Ross Chastain. Uh, it just didn't happen. But, uh, you know, that's probably one of the things that's going to come around this week and see if there's going to be something said even more 
Um, I don't know if there's going to be penalties involved in this when NASCAR has pretty much had this attitude of, you know, have at it, fellas, you know, up until a certain point. But, uh, you know, he's not making a, a lot of uh, nice friends out on the track. And uh, I can say that that's another driver now. It's going to be omitted from the Christmas card list by the time the holidays roll around. But, you know, I'll tell you one right now that uh, I'll tell you one group right now that's getting a lot of questions. And I don't know if we were going to bring this up or not, but uh, Chase Elliott, not very happy with the uh, performance of the roll cage in NASCAR. Uh, the way NASCAR has kind of addressed this with the race last week when uh, Kyle Larson's car and just the way everything collapsed inside of that car and the way that roll cage, uh, it collapsed. Uh, there's a lot of questions right now, I think, in the, uh, in the pits, uh, you know, with, among the teams. Is this car as safe as it could be? Uh, you know, you've not heard anything from NASCAR just yet. That's probably one thing that's going to be addressed here in the next couple of weeks. Uh, seeing what they found out from telemetry and everything else about that that crash. And they even took the car in, if I'm not mistaken. I think they took it to Charlotte, and they are assessing that car, looking at it to see where the failure took place at. But, you know, you could have had a very serious situation with Kyle Larson last week at Talladega. And, you know, he comes back to race this weekend, gets taken out again, gets taken out by this crash with Ross Chastain. So. You know, there's some there's some crazy things going on in the sport of NASCAR right now. Yeah, and Chad, you know, one thing you said he he's doing what they're telling him to do. They're talking about Chastain, he finished second today, so right. um, he's, he's racing hard. Maybe a little too hard, but he's 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 racing hard. Uh, what the top five was also Ryan Blaney third, William Byron fourth, Denny Hamlin completing the top five and fifth. Um, let's look ahead. A short turnaround for the for the teams uh, heading out to Kansas this weekend. Uh, the two winners last season, uh, Kurt Busch, who, of course, is, he's, I think his career is probably over with that head injury. Bubba mm -hmm. Wallace won the fall race. So those were your two winners last year. What can we look forward to this weekend in Kansas? Um, I think a lot of the same thing of what we see at Kansas. There'll be probably a lot of passing and stuff. We'll see how this, uh, this kind of uh, system, I guess, this setup for the car will be going into uh, this racetrack. I'm sure they're going to use something uh, very similar to what they used at Dover, but you don't have as uh, steep a banking as you do at, at Dover. So um, I guess uh, the big thing is going to be right now, is this going to be one of the Toyota's tracks? And I think it possibly it could be with Bubba Wallace winning there last year. Uh, you know, it's possible we might see another Joe Gibbs or 2311 uh, kind of dominated front, but uh I can't rule out some people uh, out of this. You've got some drivers that getting very close to, uh, you know, getting into the winter circle, at least for the first time this season. Um, one way or another, I've got to say this, Brad Keselowski ran pretty well today. Now he likes this kind of track. We'll see how he does when it comes to Kansas, but uh, you know, the one I think I'm, I'm getting ready to uh, make a far out call here on this one that could end up getting a win is Josh Berry. Uh, Josh Berry is right now subbing in for Alex Bowman, who, by the way, had some uh, vertebra fractured in a, in a dirt car accident, which is going to even further this whole thing with Hendrick Motorsports and some of the other teams about uh, these drivers and what they do in their spare time away from the sport. But uh, Josh Berry came in in a 10th place finish today ahead of Chase Elliott, who finished in 11th. Uh, Josh Berry uh, 
stepped into the car. He stepped into a car he's familiar with. Um, you know, he runs a uh, he runs for Junior Motorsports, and part of Hendrick, part of Junior Motorsports, they do some of the preparation for these cars. I wouldn't be surprised to see a uh, see a, at least another top five or a top ten out of him, and quite possibly a win out of this. Uh, he would love nothing more than to prove his worth to make the jump into the Cup Series. Whether or not Junior Motorsports does it in the future or not, that remains to be seen. But he's establishing himself quick as one of these people that Dale Jr. was looking at for a long time and says, this guy's the real deal. And all he needs is just the right car underneath him. And I think in this 48 car, he's got the right car underneath him first week in this 48 car. And look what he did. He finished 10th and he was doing about the same thing what he was doing for Chase Elliott. So there's a couple of those, and I, I really can't rule out with a short track, um, as I call it a short track. I think it's a mile and a half, but I really can't rule out a, a good performance from Ryan Blaney, too. He's hungry for a win. It seems like he's been snake bit here for the last little bit. Looked like he was going to be able to pull off something at Talladega here last weekend, but uh, didn't happen, but finishes third in today's race. Um, I think they're knocking on the door. I think they're going to come up with something. And I think that uh, Blaney is going up while Logano seems to be going down. Uh, Logano didn't have a good finish today in the race at, uh, at Dover. So we'll just have to wait and see. It could be a variety of different drivers. We could have a different winner for the first time. Uh, that'll, that'll all pan out this coming weekend when they get to Kansas. Working hard on a Monday uh, with the race today. Uh, there was one time, Rod, you said something about today's race. And I'm like, no, that was yesterday. But no, it was today. It was Monday. Yeah, it was today. It yeah. was today. That's right. We're, we're, we usually are recapping something. We've had a few hours to digest, or maybe a day or two to digest today. Just a couple hours. Well, Rod, as always, thank you for your time and your insight. Appreciate it, Chris. Thanks.